well, those books are kind of niche. Oh God. I said, oh, my culture niche now? <laughs> Do you agree with it? I really, um, like, I'm trying agree to agree with just, just the call that if you are black, white people owe you money. <laughs> I don't think there's a such thing as my kids being too woke. Yeah. Right? So I can't undo where I grew up. I can't undo that. And I can't, I'm not going to feel bad for it. You're listening to Your Neighbor's Hood, a podcast for uncomfortable culture conversations, specifically about race. Do your thing, Christina and Jackie. Hello, it's Christina. And Jackie. And we're here. Yes. We're here and we're recording. Um, <laughs> I have a good what's good in the hood because it's very, makes me feel smart. I'm excited about it. I found a new book. I went to Slover Library today for, this is for anyone that's in Norfolk, you know, Slover's beautiful. It's a big, beautiful yeah, it's library. It's a downtown library. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's beautiful. And I always try to get there's you know but i haven't been in a while and um but i'm reading a new book called a whole new mind by daniel pink and i found out about it through oprah because she does super soul sundays and it's really interesting so it's called why right brainers will rule the future and i love that because i am a right brainer (laughs) so left brainers are like your accountants your doctors, knowledge-based professions, right? Yeah. And so Oprah is also a famous right-brainer. Yeah. And so it's like people that can think conceptually, that are good at empathizing, mm-hmm. that are good at big picture. And I'm reading this book, I'm like, that's me! You know, and so I felt great about myself. So it was really exciting to read this book because it made me feel good because I think in big pictures, I think long-term, I think strategically, you know, that's just like how I think and so for me reading that he's saying that moving into the 21st century it's the time of right brains which I love yeah Yeah. because he's saying I haven't gotten too far into it but he was saying that a lot of things are going to be automated so like we don't need you don't need as much of the left brain I mean you need both to get through everything but he's just saying for so long we have not valued the right brain He was talking about SATs and like how the world is set up for the left brain. Right. So if you can test well, if you're logical, da da da. Like, yeah, it's set up for you. And I promise you, I have felt that my whole life. Yeah, I've said that forever. I don't yeah. test well. Just it was hard for me to get into school. Like, don't want to go back to graduate school because of tests. You know, all yeah. of those things. Mm-hmm. They didn't value the artistic, high-level thinker. And I was like, that's. Totally. Yeah. yeah, sorry. Yeah, intelligence comes in very many forms. Right, right. Because yeah. I felt for a long time I was like, I'm just not smart. Oh, that's and not that's true. not true. No. Yeah. Mark so. Cuban said it um, years back. I can't remember. It's been a long time. I might have still been an active. Maybe. I don't know. It's been some years. He said that um, it, the world is shifting to where. You know, no one's going to, it's not, nobody's going to be worried about folks with the MBA right. and all that good stuff. Right. It'll be, it'll be people with degrees in the arts. Yeah. That that's what this, making, that's the premise of the book. Yeah. That'll be making that do, the, yeah, the big the bucks. 20, it's like we were in the age of information. He calls it a different age. I can't remember, but we're moving towards something different. Yeah. And so. I can agree with that. Yeah, I can too. And I can mm-hmm. see it because we've already, we're kind of there is what he's saying. Like yeah. we need people that think on a bigger, broader scale and that are more artistic people and great that people art. think. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it was really interesting. So it made me feel good. That's... Good. And so I love it when I find a new book. You know how you uh-huh. feel when you find a new Nothing book? Nothing like, like a good book. Yeah. It, it makes me feel good, too. So I read it and I'm like, yes, 
it validates me yeah. as a person. I'm not zero. Yeah, exactly. And I'm actually very smart. Yeah, <laughs> this is true. Yeah. This is true. So how about you? What else? You don't have anything else? No, that's, that's it. Like I smart. found a new book. I mean, I, that's ex- as exciting as my life is these days. Yeah. But, but that can be exciting. I it mean, no, yeah. it is very exciting. It's yeah. all like, look, no. It's just like learning is my thing. And I love, I forget how much I love the library. Yeah. The you know, when you go to the, I was place. bonding with the library and I was like, I just love it here. And uh-huh. she's like, we're glad you're here. Yeah, they are happy to have <laughs> Yeah, they love it. So, it, it, so go, in your, go to your local library. Yes. Because I always think I'm like, I want all these books. And then I'm, Clayton's like, don't buy them. Yeah. And then I often forget. I'm like, I can Hi, go to the library. library. Yeah. He's right. See. Yeah. Use your library. Because I love, right, because I love books, and so I'll buy five and then read half of one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't finish yeah. them, so. Sounds about right. Sounds about me. Yeah. That's why I love having my audiobooks. That's Unless smart. the voice sucks, then there's nothing you can do. Right. And then it's just, you can't yeah. listen to it. Yeah. Yeah. That stinks. But, so, what's good in my hood is my week started off pretty great. I... Got to, did I talk about the Young Investors last week? I don't think so. So Young Investors, um, my friend has this program where she teaches young men in um, pretty much downcast in neighborhoods um, how to invest, invest in themselves, invest in their community, and then you know learn from the generations before and teach back to the generations after. And she's doing, they're going into their group project phase of their um, activities. Um, and she's breaking them off to start their own little business ventures. So they'll be working in teams to develop a business plan and things like that. And um, I got to go in and, like, do a personality test on them, which was fun to kind of figure out who to have in what groups because when you're going into business, you know, you definitely want to have the right temperaments and the right spaces so that was a lot of fun they hated it at first but then afterwards they were like wow this This is is i'm this i'm that and one kid didn't take it seriously so he was like really upset that he didn't i was like you're bad like that's so sad but but um for the most part um the boys loved it that was a lot of that was a lot a lot a lot a lot a lot of fun um what else um, so my nerd stuff. So I got to go to um, a planning meeting, yeah. like a planning commission business meeting, because there's some people that are, there's an organization that's looking to buy a property in the neighborhood. And as like the civic league people, we can support or not support them. But we went to the planning commission today and I just love to hear them talk about the stuff that they're doing. Yeah. So they were talking about actually where you live. Oh, really? They were talking about Ward's Corner, yeah. Corner about the development. And so Ward's Corner is this area. Of where we live, where um, way back in the day it was very commercial in a sense. I guess there were a lot of mid-sized and large um, businesses, but they're really trying to transition it because it's like just blocks and blocks of stuff. Right. You can't really walk there if you live right. from the neighborhood. So they're like trying to figure out how they're going to redevelop it. I love that. And they were just, I was just really cool to hear like, oh, we could put a trail alongside. We can't get rid of the trains, but how can we make the trains with apart? It. Yeah, about how they're working with, it's just, it was really, it was really cool. I was like, oh, wow, like, oh, oh this is great. You yeah. know, well, what if this happens and then we can split this parking lot and it'll make a through street and it'll ease tra- traffic. So I thought it was really, really, really interesting. City planning. Yeah, city planning is 
It's so my cool. My husband's wanted to be a city planner. He's thought it's, about it. Oh yeah. my goodness. Yeah. I don't know that I could be the one oh, to do, I it, do it. But I just love that the commissioners are all very great. They're I mean, very like, intelligent people. Yeah, yeah. That have that thinking of what do we do and how are we so I, I don't love know. people like that. Yeah, I was nerding. Talk out. about left brain. Yeah. But some of them are some well yeah, they're probably left brain. No, that's brain. pretty left, left brain. brain. I Not love that it. they don't have yeah. the right brain, but yeah. I'm saying that is very left brain. Yeah, I loved it. I was just like <laughs> See, I feel like you, I love listening and hearing and yeah. asking questions, but ask me to do that. Yeah. And, no. No, no, couldn't no. do it. Couldn't do it. It's just no. no. That side of my brain doesn't work. <laughs> Tell me where how you want the park to look. I can imagine. That. Exactly. <laughs> or what do you want the strategic plan to be? Honey. Or the vision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you want the branding to be? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What how do you what do you want the legacy of the city to be based on the project yes yes. but those things are all important absolutely no they work hand in hand yeah so it's really it's it's just fun it's uh, that was that was so much fun i was like oh this is christina's neck of the wood yeah i better pay good attention yeah but yeah i don't know i was nerding out like these people are many celebrities to me. That's cool. And I'm thinking like, man, I wish there was just more. I wish there was more young people in the commission. Yeah, for sure. It's definitely not a young crowd. Sure. Yeah. But hey, that's normal. That's why you guys, boards, commissions, and authorities, get on them. Do it. Like we need you to. Your neighborhood needs you to. Yep. And you don't even have to like dress fancy to go there. One lady was that I know. She was like dressed like she was getting ready to go to a golf tournament right tournament right after it. Mm. So you don't have to doll up. Yeah. You don't have to. You don't have to do anything fancy. You don't have to do anything fancy. Um, You can um, ride to your own own tide like this company that we're going to talk about. Yeah. Kind of rise to the occasion. Ride to your own tide. Fenty. Yeah, we're talking about Fenty and makeup. And yeah, so tell people, like, Fenty. You, what is Fenty? Yeah, Fenty is Rihanna's beauty line. Yeah. And I think it's exclusively at Sephora. Oh. Um, and it's... Sephora is the, make, the makeup, makeup shop. Uh-huh. The big makeup shop. Yep. And um, so, yeah, it's... Um, she released it in when? 2012? I don't know. When. 2017. End of 17, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, I think it was 17. And um, she just made waves because she... she release like a wide variety of colors so inclusive so inclusive i mean if you were the way makeup should be but yeah yeah. it was wild yeah that was the the one that i was like wow like i never would even think but they were we found this article that talked about the fenty effect and what the fenty effect had on that industry yeah on a very not inclusive sort of industry yeah um, yeah, yeah. And, and makeup and what that looks like. I never yeah. had to think about makeup. Yeah, for a woman, I don't really, I never, I never really wore makeup until the campaign trail. Right. So, like, really just kind of getting into it. I just remember picking, like, okay, whatever, this this yeah. works. Well, this, I didn't realize that it just wasn't, you know. Yeah. So we kind of talk about that. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. I never had to think about makeup or buying makeup that wasn't, like, I. it's always been there for me. Yeah. So I never had to think about it. Yeah, I had to think about it at mm-hmm. all. So no. we're talking about this Fenty effect. Beauty culture. Yeah. This is fun is, for me. Yeah, this is a this is a light race conversation. Yeah. Um, but definitely a one that it's like things you don't think about until you have to think about them. Yeah, exactly. You don't really know about until you have right. your neighbor's hood to bring it to you. Right. <laughs> yeah, I love that. So uh, we hope you guys enjoyed this conversation. I enjoyed it. I love yeah, yeah, yeah. And I appreciate Rihanna one. for what she's done and what. Breaking you know. boundaries. Mm-hmm. Barriers. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and getting into some trouble. Didn't we talk about she that? She did today? get in trouble. Yeah, we didn't she, tell she, I won't tell. Yeah. <laughs> she yeah. used a name she shouldn't have used. Yeah, 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 yeah. But she's learning too. Yeah, that's the ghost to say that even great companies can make mistakes. Absolutely. And um, recover. And recover. Unless you Great companies doing great things. Yeah. So if you've got good folks on your marketing team like Fenty did, you'll survive. Yeah, that's if true. If you've got yeah. the PR team of our governor, you might not. You might not. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Time will tell. Time will tell. So this year, dropping in on our conversation about the Fenty effect. Yes. Strike pose. Put your makeup on. Girl, put your records on. What is that? Girl, put your records on. I love that song. I love it. You're gonna listen to your neighbors. It's Christina and Jackie, and you're listening to your neighborhood. Yeah, neighborhood. Yes. Um, today we have an interesting topic. I like it because it's about makeup, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're talking about Fenty Beauty with Rihanna. Now Rihanna released. I think it was back in September. She released this line of makeup. Um, uh, 2017. Was it two? Okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. Wow, it's been that long. Okay. Yeah. And she released more, like 40 different shades. 40 different shades. And. Some of them were darker than is normal. And I was reading the article that, you know, that we're discussing and it was interesting. Makeup companies have historically said that the darker shades don't sell well. Yeah, so there's this thing called the Fenty effect that Rihanna has created, which pretty much solidifies the whole leaving certain brands of people out. Yeah. It's okay right. until it's not profitable. Right. And sometimes it takes That's exactly directly. what they just said. Yeah. yeah. It's not yeah, it takes people like Rihanna who has the you know, has the means and the experience to come to the table and say, mm-hmm. No, I'm going to make sure that I know the experience of people like me and I'm going to do what I have to do and I'm going to make this brand and show you that that these things are profitable. Right. And so what she's done in, in, in releasing those 40 shades that allowed many different types of women to enjoy makeup, mm-hmm. it's put pressures on other brands. Other so I'd like to ask you, have you ever had a hard time finding makeup? Um, absolutely. That's because interesting. Because the very few times that I remember. Foundation first, we're talking about. Yeah, so yeah. the first time that I did deal with foundation, I was active duty and I went to the exchange just to get something because I was going somewhere and I just Help didn't with the exchanges. It. The exchanges, the store. Yeah. The, the store that has like all the clothes and beauty products and yeah. all that good stuff. And so I went there and I had to get help because I'm just not a person that wears makeup. And the woman gave me this foundation that was it was quite, I was like insulted. Really? Yeah. It was like, that light? Or I just... was like, what are you taught? Like, that doesn't even match my skin. And so I ended up putting it back and then I called my mom. <laughs> I called my mom and was like, mom, I need help. I do not know what to do. I'm trying to get makeup and I don't, I don't know. Do I need a powder? There's power. There's liquid. I didn't so know it any of So it could be overwhelming. It is. And you know, when you're 20 something years old and you've never worn makeup before. Yeah. And I didn't look, I kept that. You didn't wear it in high school? No, I don't wear makeup in high school. Wow, good for you. Mm -mm. I did, I never wore makeup until I was probably in my late 20s. Wow, where that's I, so interesting. I've right? never owned blush and stuff like that, though. Wow. I still don't. The The blush I have in my house, my mom left it. So, this is interesting. It's kind of, I don't know if it's uncomfortable or not, but it, 
in the white community, we try to be darker all the time. Yeah. We're like, I grew up trying to make my face dark, yeah. not like dark, dark, but like dark. Yeah. So it's a cultural thing for white women to just, I mean, it is what it is. Like I'm going to a wedding this weekend and I'm going to get a spray tan. You know yeah. what I mean? Just to yeah, get yeah, yeah. darker. And so for us, makeup is like a rite of passage. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's much different. So to hear you say you didn't wear makeup is like a weird, like, oh my gosh, that's yeah. so weird in high school. In fact, it's like a thing in the early 2000s. It's a joke amongst white girls. is like our faces were two different colors. Your face and your neck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like we would have uh, bronzer. Do you know what bronzer is? <laughs> okay. So we'd wear bronzer and then our necks would be like pale white, you know. Dang. I know. Yeah, well, there were, you know, there were black girls that wore makeup. Yeah, of course. That, sure. Oh, I don't know a lot of them. I actually come to think about it. It wasn't a lot. I don't remember a lot of girls that sure. wore makeup unless I just didn't know. Yeah. I was like, and that's not my experience at all. Jock. We all were nah. tons of makeup. Like I was wearing makeup from the time I was 12. Yeah. Or 13. White girls did wear makeup. Yeah. Your that's what I'm did, saying. Wear makeup. I mean, this is such an interesting concept to me because I didn't have any color friends of color. I don't know. Uh-huh. didn't. And so, to me, that's my world of knowing was makeup and foundation. You know, it's such a crazy thing to hear you say that you had to go through not being able to find your color. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's so crazy to and me. And I remember the first time I had my makeup done, um, the first time I had my makeup done was amazing. When I was in high school, we did, my, my mom every now and then would do a fashion shows, we'd model and stuff. So we would go to the college um, Dudley's Beauty School, which is a huge like black owned business school, and we get our nails done by yeah. the students. And did you like it? Was it fun? No, I mean it was. You didn't like it. I mean, it wasn't. It. Yeah. it wasn't like yay. It yeah. wasn't like. It was just yeah, like, didn't, it was. It was, it was a thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Just go and do it. Yeah. I mean, I, I sometimes I like to have my nails done. Other times not. It depends on what sports season I was sure. in. Sure. If it's track season, I was like, oh, I can have my nails done. If it's right. basketball season, it's like fuck that. Right. I mean, forget that. <laughs> um, but um. The, the first time I did it, it, they put a little makeup on me and it wasn't even like a thing. I didn't look crazy, but I remember going to and and going to get my makeup done for the second time I went to prom because I didn't really wear makeup my first time. I did my own makeup going to prom the first time. I just was like, oh, I and I look crazy. Oh, really? Oh, That's crazy funny. As fuck. Crazy as hell. But the second time I had my makeup done and I had my hair done by a person and I will tell you, my face was super light and I had a wavy weave in my hair and I looked ridiculous. To me, I looked like a clown when I look, I don't even have any pictures from that. From You didn't from feel like yourself. No. Yeah. No. That's not no. what makeup's supposed to be. And even recently when we did our school board pictures, when I did my pictures. Beautiful. But I was super light. Yeah. Oh, really? Yes. I didn't notice that. It's super light. It's like them, even when I was looking at myself in the mirror I told the girl I was like this is a little light she was like you know I know what I'm you know like she knew she doing and so you couple, was it for the photos though like it was, was it makeup for photographs it was for the photo yes yeah. but I was still too light yeah and you couple this light 
ness that she did with the lights. Like, mm-hmm. I just don't look like myself. Mm-hmm. I feel like I don't. You didn't like those photos? I mean, they're beautiful photos, but I don't feel like I look like myself. Yeah. Which you don't, isn't what you want with makeup. You know what no. I mean? You're not supposed to like, I mean, some people, well, it depends on what you want, but yeah. technically, usually you don't want makeup to take away from how you look. Yeah. Because then you, yeah, want you want it to, to enhance what you already have. Yeah. You want yeah. people to look at the picture and know that's you. Yeah, exactly. You don't want to look like a different version. It looks like me with a little bit of bleaching of the skin. Yeah. Isn't me. that crazy? That they do that. It was because the white is right, right? You know, that's, you think that's where it's, a lot no, of No, I don't, I don't, I think, yes, the, that in our community that people do want to have lighter skin. Mm-hmm. Um, not, I mean, nowadays it just, you, you can find women who love their dark skin, which is great, which is a recent. But that's recent. On a, on a, on a, on a large scale, because there have always been women who have loved their, their, their skin, but just on a, on a marketing mainstream scale, you're just now seeing folks that will let women have afros that are modeling with afros. So that's even a big deal. There's a girl, her name is uh, Basie Minpinja, if I'm saying her name right. And she wrote an article about that, about the donning, the, the different industries like the targets and the the she did like a list of 10 10 major retailers that were allowing black women to show up as black women because just who and what we were as Lu, lupita nuengo said that we were where our hair and what we looked like was considered like wild and mm, un, i never thought about yeah, that I, how did she put it uncivilized or not and just your natural way of being like your yeah, natural hair yeah. hair and just who we are it's mm-hmm. just like not mm-hmm. civilized wow that's crazy that's, that's the, the way it's marketed yeah or the way it's told i think mm-hmm. yeah so the fenty effect had a really big impact right with seeing different shades of women being i know it's profitable. profitable yeah so i don't know if you read this i was just doing research on it's interesting it still has to do with race Fenty got in trouble. They had something called the geisha, geisha, I think I'm saying that right, mm-hmm. geisha effect, and it was like a highlighter, or, and they were, they it, they pulled it because they, Japanese women were saying that that's fetishizing our culture, mm-hmm. and I thought that was interesting because you have the dichotomy of like, Fenty was doing so great, and I'm, they were, they're trying, yeah. I'm not saying, no one's perfect, mm-hmm. you know, but you know, with the darker makeup. And so you have them on this side, like trying really hard to push the norms, you know, and then on the other side, you had them taking a name and then kind of fetishizing our culture. Mm -hmm. And I guess people were saying that they handled it really well because right away they did what you should do in the sense and they pulled the product and apologized and said, we're trying, we're learning. Like we didn't really think about it. We didn't think that we were fetishizing a culture. And I know that that happens a lot to Asian women that people make fetish, fetishes out of Asian women. Yeah, you know, that yeah, happens yeah. a lot. Yeah, I could see that, especially if you call it geisha. Yeah, because I don't know what a geisha is. Geisha, you've never seen a geisha? It's the so. woman with really white face. Oh, that's a geisha? With the, yes. Oh, it's okay. A, I know exactly what I don't, it is. I didn't know I that was a geisha. Yeah. I can picture it. Yes. Oh, gosh. Well, then there, oh, my yeah. gosh, that's so much more offensive. Yeah, so mm. it's it's one of those things. And I would say that name is probably not the best thing unless you are marketing in and have someone of that mm-hmm. background giving you advice that speaks to you know, having folks. And, you know, that, talk about underrepresentation when I'm thinking of, like, the Asian culture. But, like, I feel like you're in the makeup realm. You're seeing, well, white's always been there. You're seeing definitely more 
African-American women, which is great. But I feel like when I, I love Sephora and Ulta, like those, it's just ha- happy places for me. And when I, I, because I do this work, I'm always trying to pay attention to advertising and Asian women are so unbelievably underrepresented. Mm-hmm. I feel like I never see any Asian women like in makeup places, you know what I mean? Or even in beauty ads. Beauty ads. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like it's just, I don't know why it's underrepresented. I'm not sure what that means, but I I just think that race has been kind of on the sidelines. Yeah. A very small, small yeah. segment of the population yeah. that doesn't necessarily have a voice. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like a voice or representation anywhere. And even, even though they're a smaller population, it doesn't mean, I mean, I think the effect from what I've heard you even talk about as with children of the fact of not seeing yourself represented right. anywhere. That's the saying. So they yeah. are a very small part of the population that doesn't necessarily have representation pe- anywhere. Representation, so which is why, you know, Crazy Rich Agents is so important, fresh off the boat, so important. And um, it, seeing them outside of people say Kung Fu or things like that. They sure. Typically it's outside is, the stereotypes. Yeah, Absolutely. important. So in, when you look at 13 Reasons Why, having an Asian lead in there and to all the boys I've ever loved having an Asian lead in there like I think slowly but surely it's coming around slowly but surely mainstream Hollywood sort of uh, again Netflix kudos to them just for having those sort of things where they're casting people that, that don't uh, yeah that aren't the norm that, absolutely yeah that aren't the norm yeah so it's it is a uh uh, just like the one guy we had on the live was like, well, what about Asians and this and that? Do you write, this is a small segment of population and you have a loud voice so you can help stand behind someone like that to bring right. their truth to the light. Yeah, I think because for me, as a white person in the beauty field, like just even becoming friends with you, these were things I never thought mm-hmm. about. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I didn't, you know, like I I'll, I say this stuff all the time. I admit some of my ignorance, but my friends and I used to say we wanted to tan till we were black. Mm-hmm. We yeah. just didn't know, you yeah. know what I mean? Because we weren't around people of color and how that would be offensive, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And we would want to tan until we tr- quite truly didn't look like our you race. Like yourself. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yourself. we never knew. We knew we weren't going to get as dark as a black person, but we were trying to get dark. We you know what I mean? Dark. And so we also didn't realize, unfortunately, the double standard that was there was like black skin wasn't beautiful. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But us trying to tan was acceptable. Yeah. Sense. Yeah. You don't have to go into, to, you know, into situations crossing your fingers, like hoping they'll have a product that'll help you exactly. get to where you exactly. want to yeah. get a product or process that'll help you want to get to. But it's also okay for me to, it's like a, you, I'm, I can't, I'm, I'm struggling explaining it, but it's like a double standard yes. where we're saying like black skin is not beautiful. But, but white people are trying to get dark. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, I told you. Like, I struggle with that. I struggle with that. No, and, sure. And I think we had the conversation. We're like, look, I'm not tanning to because I want to be black. I'm tanning because I want. Right. Um, I just feel pasty. Yeah. Want that I yeah you and darker skin shows different things or, or or whatever. But yes, there's that idea. Like, well, how can there be such a especially when you hear people that are so against dark skin? That's what I'm saying. That's exactly yeah. what I'm saying. That that. That they're like, I, all those dark, for those mud races, they're this, this, and that, and then go tan. And it's like, yeah, like you don't value black skin, but then you also want to look darker. It, it, it's such a messed up. It is like thing. You want so, what you can't have. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it's like it. It's it. It does make me wonder, like my own intentions, and and I'm thinking about that even in the wedding that I'm about to be in. I don't know if I'm gonna like, get a spray tan because now I'm like, does it? Is that offensive? I don't know. Do you think it's offensive? 
I don't think, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know that, I mean, it to me for, I will say when I, when I hear people speak negatively about my skin, but then they go tan. Right. That is very right. real to me. I feel right. like you like black people. Right. But you don't like black people. Right. That's what I'm it, saying. It's confusing. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me. It's, right. It's hypocritical. But sure. again, I know that I'm a walking double standard. So I don't, I think you have to make up that day. I'm not going to sit here and say, well, tanning is just. Yeah, tanning to, is to you, racist it, or whatever. Yeah, it's or offensive. But it is, it really is odd yeah. to me. It really is odd. It's the same, but it's, you could say the same for um, black people straightening their hair and wanting. I've be, wondered that. To be we honest, had, we had this conversation before yeah. about. I said, "How do you feel about black girls straining?" I mean, I don't, like, well, I don't. I just yeah. don't care. I mean, do what you want. But I you know what I mean. We have been marketed to not value ourselves, right. and I think that's non-white people have been marketed to really not really value who they are yeah. and go along with European standards, uh, which is why I'm grateful for a company like Fenty who yeah. made a shade for a woman who wasn't about albino. Finally had a it shade. Cool. Yes, it was a beautiful picture. Her name what was, a great idea. Her name I is mean, Crystal It Roberts. shouldn't be a good idea. It should just But be. the fact that she is able to go in and find mm-hmm. beauty, even though she's in a, you know what I mean? Like that that opening, I, the, I think the more we get, quite frankly, the more we get non-white people in certain industries, the further that will go. Yeah, absolutely. And the further that, the more people will have finding themselves and finding their happiness. Finding because their representation. While I'm not a makeup user, I don't look down upon women who do mm-hmm. use sorcery. Mm-hmm. Makeup sorcery, yeah. Yeah. But yes. And and two, I want non the, the non-white people, you go get that money because now these companies that were predominantly catering to European American yeah. women are like, we need collaboration. Yeah. Go get that money. Like yeah. go collab with them. Yeah. Get them right. You know what I mean? Right. Even though they're behind the you know. Yeah, and I think the other piece that I thought about the Fenty effect is she the only problem is that's expensive makeup. You know what I mean? So I wonder like is there representation across brands that are more affordable? You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you don't ask me. I don't know. Makeup yeah. all is expensive to me. Yeah, it is expensive. It. it is expensive. So that's what I'm saying is like Fenty. I'm saying I think there's a lot of work to be done. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah, they they actually got in um, Time named Fenty in 2007 the best invention of the year. Really? No joke. Oh my god, yeah. that's depressing to me. Yep. Like invention. Yeah. That's not an invention, right? Oh my yeah. god! It's they they named them best invention of the year. I that is like, telling wow. to me. That to me that says something. That did to me too. I was like, that's not an invention. It's just foundation, which has been around for centuries. Yes, but just think about and it's like twenty seventeen. You're still seeing like, and here's the thing. I don't necessarily think that Fenty should even get patted on the back. It's like just the right thing to do. You know, does that make sense? I do. I mean, you do. Yeah, because. It took, what it took was a black woman to build the wealth to be able to do something Is Rihanna like black? This. I didn't know that. Well, Rihanna's, yeah, she's black. She's, she's from like Barbados. She's Islander or something like that? Yeah, I don't she's know. a woman of color. Uh-huh. She's she's uh, from Barbados. Okay. Yes, Rihanna's black. It took a black woman I to be able no to have I had no idea she was black. Yeah. I don't know what I thought. I knew she was from an island. Yeah, the island where? Slaves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even if they're, she's Caribbean, mm-hmm. but she's black. Wow. She's a black woman. It took her building the wealth to go her yeah. and then solving the problem. Right. 
Because if there was no Rihanna, we would still be having makeup companies that are saying that That's darker a good point. shades. So I are think not... she's changing a narrative. That's what I'm saying. Like she's also changing narrative, changing a standard, mm-hmm. and then holding other people accountable because they're like, oh shit, we need to get our stuff oh, together. Yeah. Oh, there is oh, wait, a market. The luxury of having being able to not make a concerted effort towards one group of people and you don't even have to yeah imagine having the power be like well we don't worry about them yeah we don't have to worry about that i never knew all these brands when i grew up my mom used a makeup brand called fashion fair which was black owned um, i believe and it always was the right shade for her my mom has always had the right but she had to go with a small and i don't see fashion fair everywhere yeah in chicago it's there but like even here i went looking i was like mom where can i get fashion fair because I need, um, yeah. I need foundations. She's right. like, girl, I don't think you're going to find that out yet. Really? Yes. So is it like a Chicago-owned business? Or uh, is I it- don't think it's Chicago. I just think it's a black-owned business that you're only going to find in certain places. As yeah. a matter of fact, I'm looking at Fashion Fair right now. Is it still around? Mm, I'm pretty sure it is. My mom still get her foundation in her little pink container. <laughs> Did she order it from the store? Or maybe it's not pink anymore. Unapologetically bold, unabashedly beautiful. Fashion Fair. So has your mom been wearing the same foundation? The same foundation for <laughs> Forever. all the years. My yeah. mom has been doing her makeup since she was 16. Yes, it's got to be a black-owned company. Yep, about us. Let's see. Yeah, fashion strategically marketed to, yep, a trusted brand by many. FFC remains deeply rooted in the African-American experiences. The line can be found in the United States, Canada, UK, France, Africa, and the Caribbean. Hmm. Yeah. They came out in 1973. Wow. Yeah. And I feel like during that time, they would have been pushing boundaries, too. They, they, they had to be. Had to be. And all the... I knew I only saw Fashion Fair commercials that were... It makes me wonder, like, Avon and Mary Kay, the, like, those are white-owned businesses. It makes me wonder how inclusive those would have been or are, if they are. <laughs> I even got... I don't know. Somebody had me trying to, when I first got in, selling Mary Kay. I had Mary Kay stuff, and it's just like, it doesn't. (sighs) Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. You opened my mind on this one. I didn't Mm -hmm. really, like I said, until I met you, I never thought about makeup and representation. Yeah, makeup and representation. Yeah. And we are in a new generation of beauty right now where, like, Rihanna is doing something that is inclusive, right? So she got in trouble for the geisha, but she was also trying to include, which I'm glad. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not putting her down for that. I just brought it up because it's another race conversation. It is another race conversation. And look, I think that to me, this is a, bigger this could be you know not to bring it to an end but this could be something that's important to me is like nobody's gonna get it right you know what i mean like even people that are exactly even people like rihanna like her company that are changing the norm that are doing good things that are trying hard still mess up because race isn't perfect and race is hard this goes to we just were talking about in another episode the sports episode but it's like it's Things are changing so quickly. Yeah. Does that make sense? You yeah. know what I mean? Things, not just diversity, but culture is in this place. I know things change, but there's something going on. There's really something radical happening when it comes to race and diversity, I think. And so no one's going to get it right. Yeah, we're getting to, we're getting further right. away from, from our days of segregation. Yeah. So the further away we get away from it, the, just the better, the, the more we'll start seeing how diverse the issues are yeah. of our And there'll be new issues, yeah. like you said. Like, it'll be new stuff. 
But I think to me, the issues that we're wrestling with are so much better than what they were. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's different. It's, it's, it's just quality different. Quality of life. Yes. Which is, well, all of it was quality of life, but it's on a different, it's not as life-threatening as exactly. it used to be. I'd there much, are still issues that are life-threatening. Yeah, right. But, but like, don't let that not, not be said. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, I'd much rather be arguing about not enough representation in makeup that's much less of a problem. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. And so what I'm saying is I don't think anyone's perfect. Anyone's got it figured out. And we're all, as we move forward from a diverse society, we're all looking, like, we can't all be aware of what's going to be offensive to every community. Absolutely. Does that make sense? Yeah. You know, because it's like, I'm not saying that we shouldn't try because we talked, we were talking about it in our sports episode about, we talk about culture. We do talk about race, so we talk about culture. I am not well versed in the trans community. I'm not. I don't. Yeah. I I know one trans person, and that it goes. It's just like when people say, and I'm trying to be aware of this. Oh well, I have a black friend. You know what I mean? Like yeah. just because I have a trans friend does not mean that I even remotely understand the trans community. Right. You know, and so we're we're. I don't know if we should walk on eggshells. I think it's you do your best, mm-hmm. and then I do think that I admire Fenty because they did a great job yeah. in the sense of yeah. they pulled it. They said they were sorry, and they said, we're trying to learn and move forward. Yeah. That's all you can do. Yeah. And I, I would say that's my so what is like representation matters, and I think there are new issues that we're crossing, and I, I honestly am excited to see this. It's yeah. taken a long time, but I would say my now what is that we're all going to make mistakes, not just white people, because I think white people get in trouble a lot. We're mm. the ones that get in trouble. But across the board, we don't know each other's cultures, like quite literally aren't in each other's neighborhoods. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we don't know what's offensive and what's not. So it's just how you respond to when you make a mistake. Yeah. Yeah. My so what would be uh, that Rihanna's doing a great thing. Yeah. And that we know that other, there have been companies who have not seen the value of diversity of, of including other people in their products. And, and now what is you better catch up because there are people who are not treating non-white people as limited edition products. Yeah. Because I remember seeing that. Unlimited edition. Like, oh, so now my mom, you got to go stock up. Because oh it's the God. only time, you know, you're not, we're not just a quick hit. Mm-hmm. That there, there are industries committed. And I'm only speaking from my own experience, particularly with hair products and, and things like that, that there are now industries committed to servicing non-white people. Yeah. So it is a now what you either step up or you get stepped on. Mm-hmm. And I think that I now the level of social media influencers and, and people that have the ability to, to sway the tides continue to use your platforms. Yeah, we didn't even good. touch on that. That's such a great point. For good. Like Instagram is huge in the yeah. beauty world. Yeah. And it's, you know, that's a great point. So... I would say white people, white, white, like I think of girls that are growing up in the age of Instagram and YouTube are starting to see beauty that doesn't look like them. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like, even if you grow up in an all white community, you can still go online and you're still exposed to women that don't look like you. Whereas I grew up, you know, I'm, you say elder millennial, you know, same in the sense of I didn't have instagram or facebook or youtube so i didn't get to see influencers that didn't look like me Mm -hmm. you know so i didn't have to think about makeup from a different perspective yeah and it's it's about quality too Mm -hmm. products are about quality not just pandering right so yeah that's a good point that that now there is there there's a there's a wave 
The aisle and target for black hair products has gotten longer. <laughs> yeah. I'm dead serious. No, I believe it. It used to be this one little section. Now there's an aisle that goes all the way on one side all the way down. Yeah. For like black See, hair. See, and I products. never even have to think about that. Yeah. I think it's so it's so surreal to me. Yeah. Because that boom just that was that's what been since my daughter's been yeah, born. Yeah, I mean all the hair products are for white people hair products wise. Yeah, but I but I see aisles. Yeah. 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 The hair products and the I've never seen this much black stuff in stores like Target because that's one of the places I go. I've never seen that much black stuff in my history of being an adult. So it's been within the last if my daughter is 8, so it's been within the last 4 years. Wow. 4 years because again we went through that whole I want to be white, I want white hair. And she was two and three years old. That's so crazy. To so, me. and you, we. So I, if people miss that, tell them what Zahara said. Yeah, she. It's on my old. If you go to Ladywood Movement channel, and she was telling me how she wanted to be white. She wanted God to make her white. And um, what did you say? How did you? I respond? don't remember. I have to look at the video. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but I know that there's a stretch of time where I spent a lot of time struggling about. Um, beauty standards for my daughter and Barbies because I went to Toys R Us and there wasn't there wasn't a black doll like baby doll for wow. her like that and that I I teared up in the store just like this is this is ridiculous that is ridiculous. you know it is ridiculous and that's she's eight years old yeah and now you can find plenty of little dolls that aren't just like that aren't just replicas that's the thing. of white like, dolls why wouldn't she if if she sees little dolls that usually have blonde straight hair, yeah. you know why? If that's what she's seeing, why wouldn't she think she wants to look like that? Because you also want to look like what's around you. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Because I remember my friends had glasses, and of course, all of them, and I mm-hmm. wanted glasses. You know, it's. Mm-hmm. I think that's just a natural thing as a child. If that's what you're seeing, you're gonna want to look like that. Yeah. So I made a really concerted effort of making my daughter see me as beautiful. If that makes any sense. Is that I felt like if she could How'd see you do me, that? Um, I grew out my hair. Mm. I um, I did. I allowed her to uh, dress me. We every night I would tell her, "You're kind. You're smart. You're important to me, and your attitude matches your beauty always." And then we had these long for years conversations about what beauty meant. Like we talked about beauty. I love that all a lot. <laughs> like I got tired. I was like, I feel mm-hmm. something like, but we just say in your attitude matches your beauty. And I would ask her almost every day, what makes you beautiful? What makes you beautiful? And then I talked about her curls. I made, actually, there's a video on my YouTube channel, the old YouTube channel, where uh, she was upset with me because I made her wear her curls out and I would not do her hair any other way until she loved her curls. Wow. And she said, I put my hood on at school because I didn't want my hair out. I didn't like this hair. Wow. She was little. She's like four, three, three, four years old. Wow. Like, That's so crazy to me. Yeah. And so that, that was, I forced my daughter that to love That is so crazy because it's like you hear about that. You hear white is everywhere and, and, and then if you see it manifested. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like as a white person, I hear that and I believe it. But it's like it's just come becomes very real to you when you see your friend's daughter saying stuff like that. Yeah. You know, it's like in the water. Yeah. But she loves herself now. Well, that's great. She loves the curls. She's like, um, I wanted to and stay like this. she shaved her head, too. Yeah, she shaved her head. I love that. Yeah. Is it growing out now? I didn't really know. Nope. She's I love that. Still, still cutting it. But she loves her curls, and that was important for me. Yeah. I but never that got took that. work. Yeah, it was a concerted effort. Yeah. Like, I had to grow my hair out, and I don't like hair. You don't like growing your hair no, out. Not really. Yeah. I did. Is it I just because it's work? 
Black hair is a lot of damn work. Is it? People like to say like it's unru like it's a lot of work. Okay. There's a lot of moisturizing and shout out to anybody who has kids that are just trying to make them love themselves. I know yeah, it's tough work. Yeah, that's a lot of work. I know it's tough work. So important work. Yes, and if you have girls, it's even worse. And if you're a tomboy like me, I good love luck. these conversations though. <laughs> I I think they're fun for me because I'm a girly girl. So this yeah. is fun. I like hearing about hair and your makeup and like what's different. This like, is what you get for makeup for me. This is it. I have makeup on. You do? Yes, this is it. Put mascara on? Yeah, I put a line right there uh-huh. and then the little stuff and then just Do you a wear foundation something. every day? Oh, no. Oh, my God. Your skin looks so good. But I put some on it's today. Clear. I put some on right here. Yeah. I like the little... I want freckles. Yeah. I like freckles yeah. and I like... Yeah. I have a beauty mark and I remember when I was little, it's a mole, but my grandma used to tell me it was a beauty mark because little kids make fun of you. And when I was, when I babysit, they try to pick it off. (laughs) I know. I can't tell you how many kids. Cindy Crawford. She should have told you that. Yeah. And I just remember like when I was little, I did hate my face. I hated Mm -hmm. my face because this is different. Like it's a weird, it's a mole, but I kept would cry. I was like, I don't want to move, you know. And my bubba just told me it was a beauty mark. So yeah. now I call it my beauty yeah, mark. Yeah, I knew girls that used to put it on Yeah, them, me so. too. Me too. Yeah. And it was so weird. I just, but I remember it was like a deformity and you don't want to be different. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when you're little, the last thing you want to, for most kids, you yeah. want to stand out. Wow. You know? see. Well, can't help but stand out now. That's true. No, I love it as an adult now. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like kind of what makes me different. Like, yeah, I like thank it. thank God for Boba who yeah, exactly. did the work. Exactly. To and make it, you love Right. Yourself. And that's an important thing, especially with women and girls. I feel like we're just trained to hate ourselves about everything about ourselves, at least. To want something more or something yeah, different. Yeah, always different. You know, like, I always want to be thin. I would love to be thinner. I love, I've always wanted to be 10 pounds thinner. Yeah, that's just the thing in the white community is skinny. I mean, that's women across the board. It is. You it's always want to lose that five Men pounds. Men too. Yeah, absolutely. It's people. Yeah, it is. Shmongu. What's that mean? Oh, it's something we used to say. It's like, I don't know. I guess. I don't know. Okay. okay. Shmongu. Elizabeth Addison in high school used to say that. Shmongu. That's really funny. So I say it. I get that. Yeah, it's Shmongu. like... It is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, it's, but, so maybe my now what in this is like work towards loving yourself. Mm-hmm. That is so hard. That's a lifelong dream. You need people that are going to work with you and point out those things in you. So I. Oh, 100%. That's a great point. I have a girlfriend that sometimes when we talk on the phone, all we do is tell each other how we're amazing we are. Aww, that's it. That's like, really it's cool. Like, you a bad big girl. Like, you a boss. Like, you, yeah, girl, girl you, that, that's, that's it. That's amazing. Sometimes. Sometimes you have to have somebody remind you of who you are. Yeah, for sure. Because we forget. And that's always fun. But I then love you, that. You know, sometimes other people can see the best in you. So it's not, a, the, loving yourself is not a, it, people say it is a personal journey. It's by yourself. But I really do think it takes people around you too. My husband is a big part of me loving myself. Huge part. Like I would not be, I would probably have braids in my head right now if it wasn't for my husband. Really? Hex, Yeah. Heads, yeah. So, wow. Because he just wants to your people. He hair. says, I love, he's like, you're, you're, you're fine, you're beautiful, your natural hair is beautiful. Like, what are you, what's the problem? Right. Like, like do you I, need to add yeah, something to it? Right. He's a little harsh. He's is a little he? harsh because he's like, I, I, I don't, I, he's like, I don't like this because you're like, this is beautiful. I don't like it. You're going to do it. 
if you don't want to like what like he doesn't like weave or anything okay he's like if you're gonna do it that's on you if you're gonna wear weaves if you're gonna do these things it's on you then but but i like you this way that's awesome but i respect you doing whatever you like you said you need people like that in your life Mm -hmm. so yeah well this is a fun one for me because i love beauty so thanks for letting me talk beauty yes talk beauty this is a fun one so until next time stay open stay curious and make it a great day closer to history it's really weird did it go away episode yes it was oh but we would love to give you more yes we would like exclusive content merch all types of good learning tools absolutely so you can head over to patreon.com slash your neighborhood and check out all our different tiers of giving or you can just do a one-time donation on patreon cash app or venmo at your neighborhood 